from the basement of Rubies on Summit, this is the Pros from Dover. A soccer podcast starring a couple of Nord expats proving once and for all that even though you've got cheap microphones and a pretty decent laptop, along with too much free time at a Coda Pass or two, podcasting may still not be for everyone. Hashtag your tweets with hashtag finest kind to join the conversation and bring back the bullpen car. Bananarama, Alabama, Hannah, Montana, Bandana Bandits, Extravaganza within Indiana. When Eric Vanna and Vanna had Fanny Packs in Savannah and had a fabulous nap in pajamas at the veranda. Banana, doo doo, bananas. I'm loving them. I'm sure Kapoor and Stefani both back me. Best flavor of runts and Laffy Taffy. Don't at me. All my fan from Santa Ana all the way to Atlanta. We're gonna quote Ralph Wiggum and go, go, banana. Banana Nana, put out your hands like patty cake yeah. And go bananas, we're gonna go banana cakes yeah. And grab a stack of flapjacks that your Nana makes Oh, we've gone banana cake, full on banana cake It is the pros from Dover, my name is Matt I am Jim And uh, welcome back into it, a couple of, uh, we had a week off last week um, yeah. Sorry, I was out of town Well, um, and <laughs> I, I, was, I was having some issues Yeah, Yes. but, you know, it is what it is, post-Labor Day edition Got three crew matches to talk about, and we will just get it started with the uh, game in Cincinnati. Yes, um, hell is real. Uh, we are going to have the absolute latest takes on this uh, possible, yes. uh, but um, I went down. Um, right, you did. Yeah, we, we had a, we had a good time. It was, um, you know, two two draw. It, once again, uh, the crew did not play well at the beginning of this game. Um, but I want to talk about the pregame a little bit beforehand because that was that was kind of fun. Um, we got down there pretty early. Um, the things that struck me, so we stayed in in uh, Covington. Um, we, we stayed in Covington. We got down there. Our hotel room was not ready because we got down super, super early. So we decided that we were going to go to Cock and Bull over in Co- Covington and get lunch. Mm-hmm. Um, the little the little English, ostensibly English pub. Over there that I've been, I've been to before. I've actually watched crew matches there um, years ago. Right, um, right, yeah. When Ryan was getting helmet nachos. Yeah. Yeah, that was the – yeah, it is where you found me. Was it the Cock and Bowl in Covington uh, after Ryan and I went down there for a, a video game thing. And um, Ryan went to the Reds game and I went to there and watched the crew game. This was 20 – 13, I want to say. Yeah, 13 or 14. Wow. Something along those lines. I think it was 24. It had to have been 2014. Yeah, no, I think it had to have been 2014 because of events that I know that happened before that and what time of year those events happened and the fact you went to a Reds game. Um, <laughs> yeah, the last time I was in Covington, I actually went to see a crew game because uh-huh. um, I was visiting my cousin who lives near there. Okay. Went went to go see a crew game. The only place I could find that would air it was, I guess, a Quada. Oh, okay. Yeah. Is there one in Newport? <laughs> it was in Newport. Okay, that that's, makes sense. Yeah, it. It that makes Newport. Yeah. yeah. And I walked in there, and I had forgotten, having not been in Kentucky for a couple of years, that you could still smoke in bars there. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I uh, I wasn't there very long. Um, I, it's interesting. It feels like some of those bars, at least the ones around the Cincinnati area, some of those cities, excuse me, have passed smoking ordinances. Cause I don't think it's as, as prevalent as it's been. Um, cause, right. cause the last few times that I was, I was down there, Kentucky and Indiana, I mean, you know, me being from Indiana, there's still bars I know at the, I know that you can smoke at in, in Indiana, sure, which is yeah. just weird anymore. 
Yeah, there's um, probably nurseries in Kentucky you can smoke <laughs> I'm actually trying to figure out if um, this is this is oh Clotta Irish Pubs dot com. I don't think it exists anymore. No, it has been domain squatted <coughs> by somebody. Yeah, yeah, because it's which is weird. I, I thought that there were still ones in other parts of the country. Like but Michigan or something? Yeah, yeah, I thought yeah. I thought there was one in Chicago at one point. Maybe, I don't know. But oh well. Yeah. Um so RSVP Clotta. Um yeah, but yeah, so we get down there, we we do that, we finally check into our hotel, um, and we go to um it's not the Greystone, that's the one in Chicago. We go to the the pregame bar that I'll remember that's just outside of um, I want to say Washington Park in Cincinnati. Had a nice pregame. Good amount of people there. Good, good. Um, and then a, a pretty any, any friends of the pod there? Uh, yeah. I mean, um, quite a few. Quite honestly, um, some people that I was I was surprised. Savannah Kuchemeyer was there, mm-hmm. which made me happy. Yeah. Um, so ran into her. Um, ran into. Um, trying to think of anybody else who's been on the show. That um, Todd. Yeah. Todd was there. Jonathan was there. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, no good. Good amount of people. So we go in, um, do the whole march to the match thing. We were, were we were not in the Nordeka section. We were one section over, but that section also was pretty much just full of crew people who didn't buy tickets through Nordeka yeah. and just knew where the crew section was and just bought tickets right. next to it because um, the game wasn't sold out. At least it wasn't sold out an hour before kickoff the last time I checked. Mm-hmm. Um, there were yeah. still face value tickets available that had dropped in price since... Uh, I bought my tickets, which was yeah, annoying little, as hell. Yeah, it's a little annoying. Um, and, and I know the crew probably do this as well. I've not looked at uh, match day um, ticket prices because they have the fluctuating prices for single game tickets, um, which is whatever. It's it's something I guess all sports teams are doing now. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, you can't blame them. <laughs> You can't, but it, I just I, I, it doesn't make it right. No, it doesn't make it the right thing to do. But when when's the last time, you know, it's the last time a big company's done the right thing. Um, but so we we went in, we watched the match. Um, obviously, you know, Cincinnati goes up. Um, uh, Etienne then then equalizes in the seventy fourth minute off the quote unquote controversial offside call. Right. Um, different modeling has showed that anywhere from being onside to being within an inch or two. Uh, off um, something that was not clear and present in the replays, which is why right. they didn't review it. And this is something I want to get at. Yeah, a little later. Yes. Um, yeah, we can talk about the game. Yeah, I want to talk about that whole thing. Yeah, we'll talk about it because I didn't go to the game and I didn't see it, but I was following it on Twitter, and it, what was going on on what, Twitter was interesting. Well, but let's anyway. let's we'll make that second segment because I, I think that's that's important to talk about. Uh, Cincinnati comes back with a with a quality goal and and, and goes yeah. back to the lead in the seventy seventh and then Marrera buries one in, in the last the the dying breaths of stoppage time to secure the draw out of the jaws of defeat. Um, the video that the guy who was in Cincinnati supporter section posted of just the joy being sucked out of that section. Made me so happy. Yeah, it made me so happy. Well, especially after the great trolling that Cincy did mm-hmm. uh, with their scoreboards before the game. Yeah, yeah. Which I just thought was it's 
It's weird. It's a, it's a little tacky for a team to do it. Well, it wasn't even it wasn't even that. It was it was one of those where this just goes back to the Cincinnati coming across from not only a uh, supporter uh, standpoint, but also from a front office standpoint as just a whole bunch of tryhards that just really yeah. feel like they need to prove that they should be in this league, that they need to prove that um, they deserve to be there. And and I understand why, because you had a USL team for a few years that basically got popular because you were able to comp out a lot of tickets mm-hmm. and get people to show up to this thing. It's the exact same playbook that Niederlander used for the Cincinnati Cyclones years ago. Yes. Um, and, and it is, you were able to quote unquote, build a fan base off of that, but you were successful in USL mildly, yeah. ostensibly successful. Um, I don't remember. I don't know. Did Cincinnati ever win the USL title, or did I, they? I, I don't think so. But I'm not the person to ask. Yeah, I, I think exactly, yeah. exactly. Well, well, one of the things, one of the things that factors into this. Well, I think. Let me let me just yeah, let me yeah, just finish yeah. the point that I was trying to make. There is that it is it is obvious to me, um, and, and if you look at uh, the the behavior of Cincinnati. Uh, both from a front office and from a supporter standpoint, is they they feel like um, a there's somehow the little brother. Yes. B they don't feel like they um, they don't feel like anyone respects them, but they have not done anything to earn any respect in the league. Um, and C. They really, 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 really want you to know they care. Yeah, and and it is it is and this is the thing that I think is funny is when I went to Cock and Bowl mm. today, or excuse me, that that morning for lunch, I was wearing a crew shirt, and the the guy was like, "Oh, does the crew play Cincinnati this week?" Yeah, um, and this is like a this is this is an. This is a soccer bar. Yeah, exactly. This is a sock. This is a bar that was just full of people, um, because the the ten o'clock EPL games had just ended by the time we got there. There were people there who were walking out when we were walking in, who were wearing Arsenal shirts. Yeah, so it's kind of like if you went to Fado and a bartender at Fado didn't realize that the crew had a home game. Mm -hmm. Yes, that's just there's no way that would ever happen. Yeah, it's (laughs) it's. It's mind-boggling yes. to me, um, and and so I, you know, it, it's it's they they just keep they just keep acting like they like they're owed something, um, and I know this is an MS, MLS. What are we on four thing at this point? We're, yeah. we're MLS four now. Mm-hmm. Um, this was a thing with Toronto for years. Yeah, um, Toronto finally, thank fucking God, grew out of it. Yeah. And I actually like most of the people I know from Toronto now. But this is, this is, we've seen this, we've seen this for years. You're not special. Shut the fuck up. Well, I, something that I've noted, because something I've noticed recently, mm-hmm. because, and we, we can get to this more in segment two, because of some things that I want to talk about then. But, so, following the game, I started looking at the Cincy, at the FC Cincy um, uh, Reddit boards. 
Yeah. And so this would never have occurred to me. And and I, I need to state up front. I have no problem with Cincinnati having a team. It doesn't bother oh, me. Oh, I don't care if they have a team. Yeah, no, yeah, no, no, yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there seems to be this undercurrent with their fan base that the rest of the league resents them and doesn't think they should be around because they feel like the only reason Cincinnati got a team is because Columbus was moving. Yeah, and that's 100% the only that is the only reason Cincinnati got a team. Yeah, and there is no there is there is there is nothing that is not factual in what you just said. Exactly. But the thing is I don't care. Oh, I don't care that Cincinnati has a team. Yeah, I don't. I, I, don't, I don't care but, that that's why they got a team. But there is at you. You cannot convince me that Don Garber was going to put another team, another MLS team, two hours away from Columbus in Cincinnati if he did not already know that he that that in his mind Columbus was moving. Oh, yeah. Because you know where you would have put that team. One hundred percent, you would have put that team in either and. And I'm gonna be. I'm. I'm. I'm stretching it a little bit with this one. Yeah. Um. It's you'd put you to put that team in Indiana, Indianapolis or Lowell, and I think you probably put that team in Lowell. Yeah, I because they are the same size markets. I'm splitting hairs here because you know Columbus, Columbus, Cincinnati, and Indianapolis are all mid 30s um, MSAs. Um, yeah. And 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 Lowell, I think, is 40. One forty-two. I'd, I'd have to. I'd have to Google it to figure out exactly what it is. The difference is Louisville has zero major league teams. Right. I mean, in any sport. Yeah. I mean, all they've got is the University of Louisville. Yes. Yeah. And and the I, zero major league teams. Ryan. Ryan, who you can come be on the podcast. You just have to sit at the table, Ryan. <laughs> Yes. Ryan is in the other room yelling out, uh, which is fine. Yeah, it's, no, it's absolutely but, fine. But, but uh, th- this, this is this is the 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 thing is is that you have a much um in and I'll say I'll say this and Ryan will Ryan will freak the fuck out about this as well, but or Detroit because because any of those cities, any of those cities. They're further away from the market you're already in. They're going to actually increase the market share that your team that your that yeah. your entire your entire league has. The only reason Austin got a team is because of the fact that there was an owner, an active owner that wanted a team there, and the fact that Texas is so freaking huge, it doesn't matter. Yes. It, it's that's the reason there's three teams in Texas. The reason that there's three teams in California is because for some reason we need two teams in Los Angeles. Well, LA is a big city. LA is LA is a big and, and, yeah. I mean, and and what the weird thing is, somehow Chicago doesn't really get two teams, um, and it's just as well they don't. Well, Chicago hasn't figured out how to support their first team. Exactly, that's my point. Uh, yeah. That's that's and 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 Chicago is yeah. Chicago has two baseball teams. Chicago has two baseball teams because of the history of the two baseball teams in Chicago. Yes. There's a reason Chicago doesn't have two NFL teams. There's a reason Chicago doesn't have two NHL teams. There's a reason Chicago doesn't have two NBA teams. Yeah. yeah. New York has two teams in every league. Every league. We've gone over this before. Yes, we have. We have gone over this before. Well, if we're talking about the metro area, yes. Yeah, the metro area. Los Angeles, probably, yeah. I'm thinking Anaheim. Yeah. So The weird thing about L.A. is that for a while, L.A. had no NFL teams at all. Yes. Yeah. Um, 
which is a little weird, but whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I, I guess the point that I'm trying to make is, you know, it, the Cincy fans, yeah, they maybe they, I, I don't know if they feel like the rest of the re, the rest of the league resents them because of this or something. But I, I, I don't, think, I think the the rest I of the league, care. the the rest of the league, a, I don't think resents them because I don't think the vast majority of the rest of the league remembers they're there. I mean, possibly. It's the same. It's the same reason why, genuinely, until we play Miami, I don't remember Miami's in the league. Yeah, I'm the because same. because I'm if the I same. was if I was a, a New England Revolution season ticket holder, I'm not. I don't have Cincinnati circled on my calendar. Yeah, I'm the same way with San Jose. It's yeah, San, I, forget, I forget that San Jose's got a team. Well, which is weird because that's <laughs> our that's our traditional Heineken rivalry week. Opponent. I know, I know. Um, but it, it, yeah, I mean, there's there's a few. Um, I don't remember. I I literally was like, oh yeah, they're in the league the other day uh, about Minnesota, and it has nothing to do with the quality of play for Minnesota. It has nothing to do with with anything with their fans, with their stadium, anything along those. I think we played Minnesota once. The only reason that I remember Minnesota has a team is because a bunch of our players ended up in Minnesota, uh-huh. like Mohammed Saeed. Did. Yeah. And I think, so like every expansion team. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. But but I, but, but it seemed like and, and didn't um, uh, Will Trapp go to Minnesota? I think he did. Yeah, yeah I think you're right. So yeah, 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 yeah. No, I, and and it's not. And that's, it's, that's the only thing I think. Well, it's not. It's not a knock on Minnesota. That's what yeah. I'm saying. Is that is that I don't think the vast majority of the rema- the rest of the league remembers Cincinnati's there because they've had you know. Uh, well, it's not like they've had success. Yeah, they 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 are they are they have been a putt in. You know, they've been a, they've been a one foot putt for the entire time they've existed in this league. Yes. Um. Other than that, they they don't they don't do much of anything. Do they travel? I mean, I don't know. I genuinely don't know the answer to that. We'll we'll get to travel in a second because the one of the one of the teams that I always remember. You speak of circling things on your calendar that I always remember traveling incredibly well. Chicago, we played them a couple of days ago, and they couldn't fill up a section. Yeah, and they brought they brought one bus. Yeah, and, and this is the thing because Dave pointed pointed out their their section to me, and I'm like, and I'm like, I had to kind of squint. Oh, yeah. to see it. Yeah, and they used to bring a bunch of people. They used to they used to fill part of the South End. Yeah, you know, they used to it was it was never levels of what Toronto used to do. But Chicago always had a Chicago and DC always had a, a pretty reputable uh, traveling contingent, and yeah. and that's just not there anymore. Um, so I, let's talk. We'll talk briefly. Miami. Yeah, um, I was not at this game. I, I watched this game on TV at yeah. a bar in Hamilton, Ohio, uh, because I was doing a work event down there. Um, so one nothing win. Uh, Diaz scores in the sixty fourth minute. Kind of a a real you know the the crew had some shots, but just. I mean, nothing, nothing yeah. really to write home about on this one. Yeah, it was not um, an interesting game. The only, the only point that I will make about this game, well, and, and more about Luis Diaz specifically, is that uh, Liverpool also have a player named Luis Diaz. Yes. And something that I have noticed is that when Liverpool's Luis Diaz has a bad game, our Luis Diaz has a good game. Well, I'm already che- cheering for Liverpool to fail. You don't need to give me more... <laughs> I just think more it, ammo. I just think it's funny. <laughs> I, mean, I think it's very funny. <laughs> yes. Um. 
so the, the crew, it's Saturday, um, yeah. the, 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 I guess, ostensibly matinee against the Chicago Fire. Yeah. Um, zero, zero draw in this one. Um, the crew have... <laughs> Played under like hundred and fifty percent humidity or something. Oh, and just yeah, it was it was a miserable day. Yeah. Um, I I ended up tailgating for the OSU game very early with my boss for this oh. um, because it was played. It was a five thirty game because the OSU Notre Dame game kicked off at seven thirty. Yeah. That was moved to a night game, so the crew game was moved up. Um, so that you know, people pe- could do pe- both. People could do both. Yeah. yeah. Which which. Honestly, it was disappointing because I wish they would have moved it to four thirty. Because I, my boss, for example, had tickets for the uh, OSU Notre Dame game. Yeah, and he, when he found out the crew were playing, his his first words were, "Oh, um, you still have tickets?" And I'm, and my my response was, "I do. Like, I've got. I think at that point I had two tickets. Yeah. Um, and I was like, yeah, I, I still have tickets, but." the game's going to end right as the Notre Dame game begins, and you have tickets for that. And he's like, oh, I don't want to try to figure out how to get to the shoe. Because he'd miss the first. He'd either miss the end of the second, he'd miss the second half of the crew game, or he'd miss the first quarter of the OSU game. Yeah. And he didn't want to try, and he's like, I, the last thing I want to do, with as expensive as the, the OSU tickets were, the last thing he wanted to do was miss, um, yeah. you know, a good portion of that game, especially the pregame stuff. I get it. it's college football. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and if you watch, and if you watch the OSU game, and I watched the first half, actually, almost all the action was in the first quarter. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, but that's the that's the. I mean, the crew the crew fire off a bunch of goal or fire off a bunch of shots. Nine shots on target. Yeah. In this one, and they just cannot put anything by Chicago. Chicago ends up uh, um, drawing the crew in this one. But but yeah, I, I I see my app is saying seven shots on target. Really? Yeah, whatever. Seven, I mean, nine, yeah, seven yeah. to nine. I mean, this. Yeah, I'm, I'm just on Google. So right. How many shots on goal is or so total shots is it showing? A uh, twelve. So mine is showing twenty five. Wow. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm looking at I'm looking at the Google. Um, well, I mean, the the app that I use, it's generally really reliable and stuff uh-huh. like that, except that when it gives a player's height, um, it often tells me that a player is 5 foot 12 inches tall. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> Whatever. I'm, five, I'm 5 foot 13. Yes, exactly. <laughs> um, so this was this was not an enjoyable game to watch. I'm no, sure it was not, not an really... enjoyable game to play. Um I this is the first and probably only time that I'm going to see Chicago play this season. Yeah, please let it be the only time I see Chicago play this season. Yeah, I don't know what I don't know what they do normally. Um, they are okay. They are objectively not a good team, and mm-hmm. we know that. Even though I guess Granite Jacka is the highest paid player in the league. Really? I, I mean, that's I saw that somewhere. Yeah, I mean they're they're second to last place. Although yeah. you know. But, Second to last place is knocking on Cincinnati's door with four, you know, four points away from the the last spot outside of the playoffs. Yeah, zone. but I mean, to give you an idea of how Chicago played in this game, I was afraid that if I yelled at a Chicago player loudly enough, he would have fallen over. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that is yes. It was not. It was not a great game. This, this, is, this is not your beautiful game, Ryan. Did you have fun on Saturday? Yeah. Oh, Ryan had fun. Well, that's good. That's good. Ryan, Ryan came to game with me. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I just. It, we couldn't we couldn't amass any kind of coherent offense and yeah. they didn't come to play a game. I was just glad I was drunk. 
Yeah. 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 Well, that was the uh, that was the the really fun thing. Well, Ryan mentioned the the city's terrible bus service. Um, I was trying to get a bus back home after the game was over, and I'm standing at one of the bus stops, and uh, the the bus just went through. So apparently, the number eight doesn't stop in front of Clippers Stadium on on game days. Okay. Well, that's, yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, it's, it's good good yeah, news yeah. to know. Speaking of which. I um so as I was walking because we left at the 60th minute or yeah. the 62nd minute because Dave wanted to get home and watch the OSU game with yeah. his wife, um and it, that was fine with me. Um, it's not like we missed out on much of any. I guess we missed we missed um, uh, um what's his name the 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 young defensive midfielder. Why am I blanking on his name? Oh yeah. Um. Uh, Aiden, Aiden Morris. Yeah. Yeah, I guess he got carded where he probably shouldn't have gotten carded. Yeah. And they subbed Artur in for him. That's probably the only thing of, 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 of substance that we missed. But so as we're walking as as we're walking by Huntington Park, which is where the Clippers play, yeah. if you don't know that, um, a couple came up to me and asked me where the entrance is because they had tickets for the game. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I told them, and then they I see them walking around to the entrance, and I look, I pull up the Clippers Stadium. They didn't have a game that night. Uh, no, it was supposed to be a day game, and then it was rained out. Oh, okay. Was that the deal? Yeah, so the Clippers okay. were supposed to play, I think, at noon or 1, and it was the game was rained out. Okay. Um, I, I didn't see that on the schedule. I just saw that they had a game the following Sunday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I got nothing else on the Chicago game. I'm just glad it's over. Yeah, yeah, you and me both. You and me both, dude. Well, let's take a break. Yeah. We will come back, and um, let's talk a little bit more um, about Columbus Crew Soccer. Yeah. What was the thing that we were going to talk about that you wanted to talk about that we... Well, I want to talk about the Cincy fans, but but not in a bad way, necessarily. Oh, I want to talk about it in a bad way, well, but cool, let's do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah the Twitter yeah. thing. That's what it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll be back in a second with the pros from Dover. And it is segment number two with the pros from Dover. My name is Matt. I am Jim, and we're going to talk about Cincy fans. Let's do it. Well, okay, so there's a, there's a couple things that I wanted to, to talk about in this segment, and one of them is, um, it's a letter opener. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Um, one of the things I wanted to talk about is, so, um, oh, crap, it was uh, uh, Etienne's goal. Yeah. That was allowed, but everyone on the internet, including most crew fans, after we saw screenshots, mm-hmm. said... Oh, he was offside. Yeah. And then days later, we see better photo evidence that shows that he actually wasn't offside. Yeah. And so, for me as a fan, this... I mean, okay, Cincy fans were were incensed over this. Yeah. And I think for good reason. I don't blame them for being incensed over it. Yeah. I mean, our fan base thinks that every bad call... Or that our... Our fan base thinks that every call that goes against us is a bad call as yeah. well. All fan bases. Oh, do. all fan bases. That's sports. Yeah, I know. Yeah. That's sports. I have not met a um, intelligent fan base. <laughs> there are there are individual people that I can talk to who can objectively look at a game 
look at what the reason is and and then and then do that. Most people in sports can't do that. No, no. Especially, um, in, the heat, especially in the heat of the moment. Yeah, in the heat of the moment, of course not. Um but uh, yeah. Go ahead. Well okay, anyway, so so I start so I'm I'm curious what the Cincy fans are um are thinking about this. And so I go on their Reddit and one of the weird things that I discovered okay they are an aggrieved fan base because they're a little team and the league hates them. Yeah. Um, and that's something that I, from experience, understand because that's basically the way the crew fan base has been ever since the crew have been a team, which has been, you know, a quarter century. We're a little team and the league hates us. Uh-huh. One of the weird things that I've discovered is that Cincy fans think that we're a big team and the, and the league loves us. Which is hilarious. I know. Yeah. I know. I, have you paid attention to the last <laughs> six years? I mean, it's just, I guess compared to them, we are. But it's just, a, I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> it's like they're talking about us like we're Seattle or the, you know, LA Galaxy or something like that. And I just thought it was hilarious. Well, yeah, I mean, this is you know, in the in the sense of uh, serial killers do love their victims to an extent. Yeah. Um. I, I, mean, I, I mean, I guess if you're a guppy, yeah, a bass is huge, but it's not a shark. Well, I I I did think it was funny, and I got a lot of dirty looks because I I was walking into the stadium, and I, I there were a bunch of Cincinnati people that I could I could tell were like probably supporters group members or something yeah, yeah. and i just I'm, I'm just like taking it out taking it all in and i turn to my wife and i go look at this fucking poverty club i know and uh yeah they didn't like that too no, much but it's fun that? to troll them yeah it is it is yeah it is it's just i just i was just really i was at first i was baffled and then i was incredibly amused by the idea that anyone would think columbus is a big team in yeah. this league I just think it's funny that we were like, successful. Team we're successful, league. yeah, but we're not big. Yeah, we're not. We're not. We're not the team. We're not the team they want to promote. We're not the team that they want to. They they don't. They didn't even want this team. No, you know what I mean. Um, but you know, whatever. I'll yeah. take it. Yeah, but yeah, no one likes us. We don't care. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I just think it's funny that at least somebody looks up to us, even if it's in a bad way. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, that's all. Yeah. Um, I just, I, I, I think it's, I think it's absolutely hilarious. Um, I'm, I'm going to very much enjoy it that once again, and, and this is, this is as long as everything, uh, continues to, as I, as I completely got off of the page that I should have been on because I had to send an email during the break here, um, once again, if if everything holds the way it is, none of our rivals plus Cincinnati are going to make the playoffs. Like none of our big rivals. You mean like Toronto and Chicago? Toronto, Chicago, DC. Yeah, are not going to make the playoffs unless something. Toronto, Toronto has a fighting chance. Cincinnati has a fighting chance. Yeah, right? they do. I mean, they're um, not that they're not that far below us right now. No, they're they're two points below us. I mean, um, I personally, I don't think we should make the playoffs. I mean, we are we are like two points above. Who do you think? So the teams that are not in the playoff zone right now. Uh, what? Okay, you're you're asking the wrong question because I yes. know what question. 
So you're asking me what teams I think should be in the playoffs instead of us? Yeah, you're. I'm saying the playoff line should be higher up the table. Oh, I completely agree yeah, with you there. I, oh, yeah. No, there, there are way too many teams making the playoffs. Yeah. I mean, there, are, there, there are way too many teams. This is this is getting into um, – it's not minor league hockey bad. No. But, but it is – as shitty as us can make the playoffs. Oh, yeah. No, like, seven, seven teams from each – you know, 14 teams in the playoffs? Yeah. That's entirely too many teams. Um. The playoffs need to mean something. I, I mean, right now, in, in if you had that playoff line um, sitting at let's say four, yeah, that's, let's say that's, it's, that's, let's say it's sitting at it's sitting at four, and you have um, yeah one one versus four and two versus three play each other, and there's no buy, yeah, there's no anything like that, um, and you play a home and away series, mm-hmm. you got to get forty five points at this point to get in the playoffs. The only teams realistically within striking distance of it anymore would be us, Orlando, uh, New York. Very, very outside chance for maybe Cincinnati and New England, but that's that's a real that's a real slim chance at this point. Yeah. But at the same point, it means a whole lot more. And then you don't have. I mean, well, you also don't have MLS Cup in the middle of winter. Yeah. Of course, I guess that's not going to happen this time because of the World Cup. No, but it's going to be in, you know, it's just going to be a month earlier. Yeah. It's going to be the first week in November, second week in November, instead of the, you know, first week in December. Yeah. Um, but if you had that in the Western Conference at this point, you've got teams between 30, the LA Galaxy, Portland, RSL, Minnesota, and then Nashville on 45, Dallas on 46. You've basically got the entire you know, eight through three up up for grabs at this point with, you know, ostensibly Austin and LAFC being locks at this point. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't like the, I don't like the massive playoff field. I don't think it means anything anymore. No, it doesn't. It, it's not, it's not necessarily a mark of success. Advancing in the playoffs could be, could be considered that, but, but making the playoffs anymore. Yeah. Now I say that, um, and you know, let's go back to, you know, a few years ago, and you know, you've got how many play? How many teams were making the playoffs in? Let's say, so twenty nineteen, it was still seven. Yeah. Twenty eighteen, it was six. Twenty seventeen, Google doesn't remember, and neither do I. Um, twenty twenty, the whole damn league made the playoffs. Yeah. <laughs> Well, yeah, I mean, it's just, again, it, it does it does make it seem meaningless. Yeah. There's so many teams. And, and then you get this weird situation, and, and I hate to use the word deserve. Yeah. But you get a situation like we kind of had in 2009 when, mm-hmm. when Salt Lake won MLS Cup. Mm-hmm. Salt Lake did not have a good regular season. No, they didn't. They got hot at the right time. Yeah, they got hot at the right time. They got hot at the right time, but we got cocky. Yeah, and I don't know if I... I Well, I know I don't like that. Mm-hmm. Um, because I think... I, I don't think a team that had a bad regular season... And, for instance, I would say that at this point, we have had a bad regular season. But if we make the playoffs, then that means that we can win MLS Cup. And I don't think we deserve to win MLS Cup. No, I'll take it if we do. But, uh, but yeah. I, yeah, deserve it. 
deserve and do are, are two completely different things. Um, yeah. That is just so, so far back. The 2009 MLS season, I, have, I actually have to go to another website to pull up the, the standings. Um, it's not on Google anymore. It's only matches played in points. Because I'm trying to figure out the... Um, I'm trying to figure out what Salt Lake's record was that year. Yeah. Um, and, of course, your house is a Faraday cage. So, taking a moment here. Well, um, you here know, we I go. am Chuck, Chuck McGill over here. You so, um, yeah, no, Salt Lake had a losing record. Yeah, exactly. Salt Lake had a losing record, and in, in, they were 11-7-12. Uh, mm-hmm. um, they... <laughs> Um, that's strangely, they had a plus eight goal differential. Yeah. Which is, which is higher than the galaxy who won the Western conference. Yeah. That's weird. That's super weird. I mean, you know, they, they turned it on at the right time. Obviously it's so weird to see, you know, Chivas USA as a wild card. Yeah. In that, um, (laughs) well, like, like like looking at this right now, I guess. Oh, and this is back when, um, that the top the top X number of teams, in this case the top eight teams, made the playoffs. Yeah. And it didn't matter what conference they were the in. The top two it did. Yeah. But I right, don't think yeah. it ever was a situation where that was that was really that was really a problem. So right now, if you um if the playoffs started today, um you would have New England with a exactly five hundred record making the playoffs in the East. Mm-hmm. And you would have, um, it looks like everything else would be where the team at least had a winning record. But yeah, like LA Galaxy have a 500 record right now. Seattle has a losing record. Vancouver has a losing record. Um, if, uh, just looking at this, if Miami, if Miami wins one game right now, they, they could be get in playoff position with a losing record. Yeah, which is just absurd. Yeah, why? Yeah, why does that even happen? Yes. Well, okay. I think we've beaten this dead horse. Yeah, we've yeah. beaten this. We've beaten this dead horse. Uh, we could do around the league, but we've <laughs> talked enough about it. And, and quite and honestly, we have a bye weekend, don't we? Uh, no, we have we have a game on Friday and a oh. game on Tuesday. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, I was this just is looking at Saturday and Sunday. Who would play on Friday? Friday we play Montreal in okay. Montreal. Yeah. Um, and then on Tuesday we play Miami at Miami. Um, and so, I don't know, I guess we'll record next Wednesday. I guess so. Something along those lines. Yeah. We'll go from there. Um, that'll, that'll be an interesting, so, I mean, obviously we just beat Miami at home. Mm-hmm. Um, turning right back around to, to have them play us again. Montreal's doing pretty well right now. They indeed they are. Second place in the East. Uh, they beat Toronto three to four. Um, then they did on Wednesday, they lost to Red Bull. So... We'll see what happens. Um, that one's going to be Montreal's been on a bit of a hot streak, though. Like after they beat us, well, even before they beat us, um, they really hadn't lost. They only lost one game since July. Is that right? Something like that. Yeah. Yeah, they've only lost one game since July. So this is uh, it's going to be an interesting game on Friday. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, wait, 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 wait. They lost. They lost they August thirty first. To the re- okay, yeah. To Red Bull, and that's the uh, one yeah, game okay, they've yeah, lost yeah, since okay, yeah. they've lost since July. Yeah. All right. Cool. Yeah. So. All right. So we want to wrap this up. Yeah, we're gonna take it, put it to bed. I gotta go to uh, the Spill Show tonight, so uh, we're done. 
That's Jim. I'm Matt. Thanks to Kim Martin from Redtail Design for the use of our logo. We are the pros from Dover. We'll see you next week. The pros from Dover are Matt Goshert and Jim Bach. The show is presented by Grotesquely Swollen Jaw Productions. Follow us on Twitter at prosfromdover96. If you like the show, tell a friend or write a review. If you didn't, well, no one cares about your opinion anyway. Intro and outro music is Banana Cake by Schaefer the Dark Lord and is used with permission. Check him out at Schaefer the Dark Lord. That's S-C-H-A-F-F-E-R, thedarklord.com. Questions, comments, or thoughts? Email the show at prosfromdover96 at gmail.com. Banana, nana, put out your hands like patty cake. And go bananas, we're gonna go banana cakes. And grab a stack of flapjacks that your nana makes. Oh, we've got banana cake, full on banana cake. Banana, nana, put out your hands like patty cake. And go bananas, we're gonna go banana cakes. And grab a stack of flapjacks that your nana makes. Oh, I've got banana cake, full on banana cake. Banana, nana, 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 nana.